Good morning on Monday the 11th. Snuck out some profit yesterday thanks to hockey. If you were only betting baseball, we didn't get it done. Overall, it was a winner. If you're only betting hockey, it was really nice. All right, so today I'm going to do a few extra things on this podcast today. I'm going to start, I don't know that I'm going to commit to it forever, but I'm going to start doing some parlays because that seems to be something in demand. A lot of states don't have legalized gambling yet, but they have parlay cards. So, okay, um, one hockey game today. That is the Winnipeg and Montreal game. It's in Montreal. So I do appreciate under six and a half. I like under six and a half in this game. However, there's some contradictory information that makes me a little nervous about that one. I also like Winnipeg minus 134. If I was to pick one of those two bets, I would take Winnipeg minus 134. However, there is a third option, and those who have listened for quite a while know what that's going to be. It's creating value with a same-game parlay, and that is Winnipeg on the full-game money line and under 8.5 at plus 110. I just, I'm not even comfortable enough really to take a minus 134 line on Winnipeg on the road like this. I'm not seeing it. But you give me plus money. Yes, you're adding risk to get under 8.5. It could get to 9. It could be 5 to 4. I highly doubt it, though. That is not worth the 134 to me to uh, not take the the uh, under eight and a half tight end with a Winnipeg win. So that's the only play for me at plus money. All right, then we move to baseball. This is a little, I mean, it's a full schedule, but I don't like a lot of these games. So here's what I have. I have over in the Pittsburgh-St. Louis game. I do like that quite a bit. And if you can't do... The same game parlay action where I'm going to create value again. Then take the over eight on that and feel comfortable with it. I do not like St. Louis minus 200 in any way, shape, or form. Although there's a very good chance they win this. I don't find a lot of value in it. As a matter of fact, I don't. I think if you're asking for value, I would take Pittsburgh. Because at minus 200, you have to win two out of three. Pittsburgh or St. Louis would win two out of three games against Pittsburgh, but this is not one of the games I would consider likely for the two wins. These aren't. This is not. This is not an ideal pitching matchup for St. Louis at all. Uh, I do expect St. Louis to win. I just it's not valuable enough at minus two hundred, and I don't know that I could commit to uh, run line at uh, minus one and a half. That'd be how I would play it if I had to, but I don't have to. Instead, I'll take St. Louis on the money line. Over six and a half for the game at plus 115 and call that a deal because it is good value in that scenario. Now I would take Milwaukee and Baltimore over nine would be how I would lean. There's no value in playing that. Milwaukee minus 152 for the game has just a hair of value. So it's definitely officially a lean, but not enough value for me to want to play it. However, when you par, pair up Milwaukee on the money line at over six and a half for the game, you can get that at plus 110, and I find that to be very valuable. So plus 110, Milwaukee and Baltimore over six and a half, and Milwaukee to win, and I like that at plus 110. So those are the two official plays for baseball. Now, the parlay feature, we'll call it,
This again, and I and I'm not going to go into all the details of parlays. There's so much misinformation out there in the public realm. It's and now it's ridiculous. There's the whole don't play a parlay, and then they can't explain why, and they explain. Then they say that it's because the odds are bad, and none of that's really true. You shouldn't play a parlay as a rule because you are weighting certain games much more than others. A parlay means, by the very virtue of the name, parlay, you're parlaying, you're moving the profits from game number one if you win, all of it into game number two. You really probably mean to bet those two games equally. But instead, you're weighing one game twice as dominant as the next. And if you get a three-game parlay, then you're weighing the final game that comes in four times as much as the first game. And again, the, the bet you might like the most might be playing first. So it's just not, that's why. That is why. So if you have the money to do it right, just bet them separately. And then that, the other argument comes in. Here I said I wasn't going to go into it. <laughs> the other argument comes in that, well, you don't want to pay, like I was just saying, you don't want to pay St. Louis minus 200. So why would you do it? Okay, so that that's a valid point, yes or no. If you find value in St. Louis at minus 200, you should feel comfortable in playing it at minus 200 because that's exactly what you're going to do in a parlay. So parlaying games together because you don't think you want to pay minus 200 on St. Louis by itself is a bad idea. So hopefully... And I've gone over in too many words in the past the values of parlays. And some of the people listening to this don't, don't need to be told that. Some of the people listening to this don't want to be told that. Some of the people listening to this think I'm wrong. Some people listening to this are nodding their heads up and down, pounding on the table, saying, finally, someone actually explains it correctly, like you've known all along. Okay, so what we're going to do here, again... Um, Essentially, you're gambling with some of these parlays, but that's what we're going to do here. We're going to take a quarter of a unit. So let me digress into unit size again, uh, because I know this is a time we drop off listeners here, but we also add some for baseball. Let's say you're coming into the baseball season. You have $1,000 you're going to wager on baseball. That's what you're going to wager. All right. One unit is what your standard wager should be. There will be some smaller, some bigger. Now, what is one unit? That's 1%. One unit, 1%. If you're really aggressive, one unit can be 2%. That's the highest you should ever go on the size of a unit. So if you're super aggressive with a $1,000 bankroll to start with, one unit is $20. It really should be $10. If you're planning on doing it, then it may not be exciting to you. You can uh, rent a movie for $10. You can, some areas, you can go to a movie for $10. Um, this is all that should be then, if you're if that's the, the budget you're doing. Because certainly you're going to spend over $1,000 going out to eat and going to movies and whatnot over the course of a year. So really you're trying to equate value here if you want to look at it that way. Okay, so now that means that if a unit is 10 bucks and a parlay is a quarter of a unit, you're only betting $2.50 on this. So you truly are betting not even the price of a draft beer on this bet. And that is fair because these are riskier gambles. And a lot of this, again, is because some states have parlay abilities and nothing else. 
And some people just love parlays. Okay. So quarter unit, St. Louis money line with Milwaukee money line at plus 148. Then we'll do a three-leg parlay. And this is what my intention is going to be. I'm going to try to give you a two-leg and a three-leg parlay every day. And I don't want to go into all the details. And I won't go into all the details every day about the pluses and minuses of parlays, etc. Uh, they're riskier. So one-eighth of one unit. So take your quarter bet and put it, cut it in half. There's your one-eighth. St. Louis, Milwaukee, Winnipeg. Full game money lines. One-eighth of a unit plus 329. So that means, again, in this example, $2.50 at plus $1.48 and $1.25 at plus three twenty-nine. So you can multiply that out. $1.25 times 3.29. There's your profit. All right? Uh, and you do what you want. If you're, and if your unit size is up there to 100 bucks, okay, great. It's up to 1000 bucks. Awesome. Uh, if you're if you're a thousand dollar dime better, then you didn't need any of the information I was putting out there, and you already know whether you'll do parlays or not, and you already know all the things that I'm talking about. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Fortunately, unfortunately, how are we going to look at it? That's not the case for the average person putting sports bets in, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how it is. All right, good luck.